a Monday morning, and you know what that means. Dreamers, welcome back to the Isolation Station of Love. This is Does Does Disney, and I'm your host. It's me. It's me. It's the DOZ, Landon the Does Don't. Kicking your week off with a little bit of Disney news. We're going to do it the right way. And when I say a little bit of Disney news, I mean a very little bit of Disney news. Because this is a very special episode of Does Does Disney. Uh, hopefully you had a very happy Easter. Uh, you, If you celebrate it, you, you were able to celebrate it with the ones you love. Um, uh, if not, hopefully you had a killer Sunday and uh, you're going to have a good week. Hopefully you had a good week as well. All good in your hood, so to speak. And I just want to speak uh, for the ending of last week's episode. We're not going anywhere, at least as of now. Uh, things are going to be changing up here on Does Does Disney. I'm trying to uh, keep things fresh, so to speak. And uh, this week's episode is step one of me trying to keep things fresh. We're going to be trying some new things out. Uh, here in segment two, I have been a fan of his work for a while. His name is Eric Chrisman. By the way, the day I'm recording this is his birthday. So happy birthday, Eric. Thank you for joining me a couple weeks ago. Uh, you're going to hear that after this little news segment question mark I say with confidence but uh yeah the only news story I really wanted to touch on and we'll get into this uh in more depth in next week's episode when Steffers returns by the way Steffers is not going anywhere either uh she's gonna be back but much to the surprise of guests in Disney's Animal Kingdom and the surprise of some Disney podcasters as I raise my hand and realize it's an audio podcast and you can't see me raise my hand. Uh, guests in Disney's Animal Kingdom were surprised to see last week that Expedition Everest was doing testing and then welcoming guests back. Uh, Expedition Everest is back. So reports of its indefinite closure for repairs had been greatly exaggerated. Now you will remember it went into repair uh, and shut down at the beginning of this year. I want to say January 4th-ish. Regardless, beginning of this year, it went into repair, uh, shut down, and one of the key pieces in the Animal Kingdom just wasn't available. I said last week I felt like Animal Kingdom had been missing one of its aces, one of its must-do attractions, so I'm very excited to see Expedition Everest is now up and running. I just checked the My Disney Experience app. There's a 45-minute wait to get on Expedition Everest to go visit my friend in years, the Disco Yeti, which, by the way, the Yeti is still in B mode, in mode B. So uh, if you were thinking that they were shutting down Expedition Everest to fix the Yeti, I have some bad news for you. But like I said, we'll talk about this more uh, on next week's episode. But I do want to get into my conversation I had with Eric, uh, who is the author of the Main Street Electrical Arcade. If you're a fan of Disney, which hopefully you are, you are listening to a Disney podcast after all, and you are a fan of video games, you need to check out what Eric is doing. He recently uh, wrapped up his Kingdom Hearts month. He's covered a variety of different Disney-related video game stuff. Uh, I do want to point some stuff out. We speculate 
about where Kingdom Hearts 4 could go or would go if Eric was to uh, be the one driving the uh, gummy ship, so to speak, when it comes to that franchise. And then Square announces, uh, oh yeah, Kingdom Hearts 4 is coming down the pike at some point. Uh, so apparently we are trendsetters and we spoke that into existence. So uh, yay, go us. Uh, that did kind of crack me up how that happened. Life, it's funny sometimes. But uh, yeah, uh, this is a conversation I really enjoyed. Hopefully you will enjoy it too. So uh, talk to you on the other side of this conversation. Take it away, me! Thanks so much for joining me right here on Does Does Disney. Very special segment. I am joined by a very special guest, somebody that I've been trying to have on for quite a while. The first time we tried to uh, schedule up this interview, uh, my dog's butt exploded, and that was a that was a fun day. Uh, let me tell you, fun trip and expensive trip to the vet, and then uh, some other stuff happened. But we have finally made it happen uh, you can check out his work at the main street electrical arcade.medium.com or just do what i did google main street electrical arcade on google you can follow him on twitter at arcade main uh he is my friend and yours he is eric chrisman eric how are we doing today good uh thanks for having me on the show belated happy birthday to you man <laughs> i saw a lot of those pics uh and yeah we uh i have a long history of cats with medical issues that are very expensive so i know exactly how that goes yeah that's that's the thing about pets you love them right up until you have to hand over a credit card and you say i'm sorry how much is this uh-huh uh-huh and then and then having to clean up this thank you zoe uh clean up the byproduct of what causes the trip to the uh to the vet and then uh I think there was an issue where she decided to eat chicken wings, uh, bone and all at one point uh, when we tried to uh, schedule this at one point. So again, thank you for being flexible and I'm glad we were able to do this because I think your idea for the Main Street Electrical Arcade is very cool. Marrying two things that I'm passionate about, two things that you are passionate about, and that is video games and Walt Disney World. and. In the past, this is something that hasn't necessarily had the best track record in Disney video games. Yeah, it's um, I think it's it's a mix of both. Like like especially looking back through, um, you know, I've I really started this uh, I guess about three years ago in earnest now, um, and it's you know there's definitely a lot of tr complete trash. That's that's <laughs> that's kind of the reputation of licensed games, and it's well deserved. And Disney games are no different. But there's also a lot of little hidden gems here and there, and a lot of people, you know, I think they've gotten reminded with a lot of those uh, re-releases recently, but there were some fantastic Disney games, like back in the 8 and the 16-bit days, and there's, and again, you find these little gems on, on uh, especially like portable platforms, it's like, wow, I'm surprised all this effort went into this game, and nobody's ever talked about this game. Mm -hmm. Well, especially in the 8 and 16-bit, it's like, when I grew up, I knew that the DuckTales game was phenomenal, and in recent years, Capcom re-released it, and then I believe it was delisted, uh, unfortunately, but they, like, completely remastered it. Uh, the DuckTales game is just phenomenal. Right, and that did not, I can't, I don't know the exact date, but they did re-release it on Steam and Xbox, so you can actually still 
You can buy it again now. Okay, on all right. Platforms. Yeah. <laughs> so it yeah, got re-uploaded, delisted, then re-re-uploaded, yeah. depending Basically. on what platform. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully on. someday that'll happen with the, that, I have them, but someday that'll happen with the X-Men Arcade and the Simpsons Arcade game, because those are like, those are, you know, although they're selling that like, they're selling those hugely expensive arcade machines. Oh yeah, those arcade one-up things. Like, like, I'll tell you what though, if I had the room, I might get at least one of those things. I just do not oh. have the room in this house for them. One thousand percent. One, yeah, I'm right there them. with you. Yeah, if if I had the money in the room, I would have at least one, probably two. And uh, those two games, the Simpsons and the X Men arcade game, is the only reason I still. Well, those two games and NCAA football 2013 are the only reasons I'm still hanging on to my Xbox 360 is because I have them downloaded on my old Xbox 360 because those are just games that because of licenses are no longer available. And thankfully, Disney has kind of learned from stuff like that in the past. DuckTales, for instance, is one of those that has come back from the dead and people have discovered. Are there other Disney video game gems that you think were overlooked and are now being rediscovered in 2022 in this day and age where, you know, everything is 5K and you can see, you know, blades of grass move and stuff like that? Um, I mean, I don't know about rediscovered, but I mean, they, they've been re-releasing, they've been porting almost all those old Star Wars games, uh, like you've seen all those coming out, and uh, and so people get to rediscover those. Like, Repub Star Wars Republic Commando is a fantastic game mm -hmm. that recently got re-released, and uh, kind of fell by the wayside when it came out, and then it's like, oh yeah, let's put this back out. You know, they have that Disney Classics game collection in addition to the Disney Afternoon collection. Oh, I was a big fan yeah. of the Afternoon collection. Yeah. yeah. Which is still not on Switch, and I don't understand why that's not on Switch. That's like, perfect for this yeah. platform. I mean, <laughs> like, 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 pick up and go, that is the Switch yeah. in a nutshell. Wow. Yeah. It's weird that that, that, that that is like the one thing that should be on Switch that's really not. Um, but yeah, Disney seems very open to like porting a lot of their old stuff, so hopefully that's going to continue because there's there's plenty of like there's like older Mickey Mouse games. I even recently wrote a blog post about like, hey, there's a ton of classic Mickey Mickey Mouse games. Like he was a big star of video games in the eight and sixteen bit era, and like these games should have a modern home, and a lot of them don't. It'd be nice to have them put out there, rediscovered, and everything. Maybe even make a couple new ones. Well, I I, uh, I feel like uh, around the era of the Wii, we saw Epic Mickey and Epi, or Epic Mickey 2. Epic yeah. Mickey, I think, was yeah. fun. Epic Mickey 2 is like, okay, all right. Might have been better in concept than actual follow-through. Uh, Epic has Mickey definitely has its its fans, but I am I am not one of them. I mean, I have I have the game I have the games. I even mm -hmm. have the 3DS side scroller game. Wow, that was okay. released. That's that's okay. It's kind of, it's it's a lot more like the older 2D games, but you know the camera controls bad. I think it's yeah. a concept at best half realized. I think they thought like it seems like it really seems. And I was at um, I think it was the PAX where they unveiled this, where Warren Spector unveiled this for like the first time, and uh, and I looked at it and go, oh, this seems like something where they had a really good concept. And then at some point, somebody thought, this is too dark for Disney. We have to kind of step back with this. Because, you know, I mean, I don't know if you remember playing the game, but, like, it's not really Disney. It's these robot versions of <laughs> Donald Duck. And, yeah. you know, so they were afraid to, like, really fully commit to, 
oh, this is a dark version of twisted version of Disney and everything. Yeah, it, it, so, it's kind of so like a PG point, version yeah. of the Upside Down from from. But, but also, just like the, the, I mean, the camera is really, yeah, really bad, and I don't think the paint mechanics work as well as they wanted to. It's just, yeah, it's a lot of ideas that great in concept, not really fully realized. Well, and, and and the pitch, I mean, it was it was uh, you mentioned it more, Inspector, with and and like you would have thought you're handing the keys. This is a game that he wanted to do, and great in theory. And it's like I still like the idea of Epic Mickey, but those Wii controls, and like I I I think they tried to fix that with Epic Mickey too, because it did launch on uh, I believe it was the 360 as well, but it still just didn't work uh, I, like, I, I i i still like the idea the concept but for whatever there's definitely a reason we did we haven't gotten an epic mickey 3 though there are those rumors out there that we might get a re-release of of the epic mickey collection yeah uh well if you remember that was the whole like oh let's bring back oswald and make him a thing again yeah they and tried then, to make him a like thing nothing nothing really came of that he like pops up in little shorts he has a little merchandise around nothing that, yeah, they, the, uh, didn't didn't they trade Al Michaels to uh, to NBC or something? I like believe NBC that was sports? a story, but I'm not. You know, <laughs> I am, I am not a sports person. Like, like well, it's, it's not a podcast now, yeah. man. So it must yeah. be true. Those are the rules. Yeah, exactly. I've I've you know I I I, I dip in out of wrestling every few years, and that's about the extent. Of, <laughs> that's the closest thing I get, I get to a sports man. That, that's as close as sports ball as you get. Is, is oh, yeah. science yeah. professional wrestling? Yes, I respect exactly. that. But but yeah, it's like that that man. I forgot that was Oswald's kind of like attempted comeback with with the whole Epic Mickey thing. Right. Yeah. I, but 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 speaking on some some of the older Mickey games, I remember in the NES days there was there was the uh, like Mickey's, the, Mickey. Mickey Mousecapade was the uh, big. There one. it is. Um, yes. Yes, and I do have that. I I have nearly uh, five hundred Disney games at this time and counting. Wow. Um, yeah, wow. a lot of them physical, a lot of them digital. I, I actually try to go for digital when I can because you know space is space and it's a premium. But uh, and I actually not that long ago went through all my physical games and tested them to make sure they worked. Good news is most of them did. Bad news is that was testing over like 300 physical games Man. and it's just like that took forever, forever. And it's not guaranteed that they'll work in the future. I could try them again and be like, oh, this is messed up with this part here, or this worked when I tried it, it doesn't work anymore. So it's a it's a whole thing maintained. Well, okay. If if you own that many Disney video games, and and you run your blog of what it is, you are clearly a Disney fan. Where did your love of Disney come from? So I, I could say my my interest in Disney has you know gone up and down in my life for sure. Um, but I've always been a big animation fan. Like I've mm -hmm. always I've always like even when. Even when you know I was quote unquote too old for it, I watched stuff like <laughs> like technically you you know how much I love dark. You and I have talked about how much I love Darkwing Duck. Oh, absolutely! Duck is like my favorite Disney character. We still get and dangerous. I, yeah, yeah, and I always and I and, and honestly, ducks are usually my favorite kind of cartoon characters. Ducktales to come out a little side <laughs> of Disney. Daffy Duck was always my favorite. Looney Tune, um, but but honestly, I was technically too old for that kind of stuff when it came out, and I still watched it and enjoyed it and. I always enjoyed animation as medium, and actually, if you uh, see it going around now, there there is a whole thing about how like people treat animation like it's just a kids' format, 
Oh, and, what? Yeah. Amy Schumer at this year's Oscars, either right. before or after Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. I, I, I forget <laughs> where that fe yeah. fell yeah, in that the That was the line. other big, big controversy <laughs> of that night. And, like, and I probably wouldn't even have known about any of that if, if because I was working that whole night at my regular job. Yeah, but, exactly. um, uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, but like they, but like it just came out that, uh, that, you know, they created a whole separate animated category after Beauty and the Beast got nominated because they were, uh, quote unquote, afraid that an animated movie might win every year as opposed to a, quote unquote, real movie. Mm hmm. Like that was just like that. That article is going around, to making the rounds right now. But anyways, yeah. But I've always been fan, fan of animation. So and Disney is like the big name in animation and has been forever. Even if other uh, studios sometimes make a big splash. Uh, so you know, I stuck with them, and and I really got. Now I I grew up in California. I had been to Disneyland a few times, but the real like resurgence for the parks love came. Uh, when I went on my uh, honeymoon in 2010 to the World Disney World for the very first time, and I, you know we had a great time, really loved it. Uh, very expensive, so I didn't know. If back. <laughs> I didn't know if we'd go back. I didn't know. No, we'd no, go I back. get that. I get about, that. Took about four or five years uh, to go back, and that's like, oh no, this is something we have to do. Well, now I'm, I'm not somebody who can go all the time, but this is something we have to do at least every couple of years, maybe every year if we can manage it. Like we've even gone, we've even gone a couple times during the last few years when it's, you know, the world's basically been on fire, and it's <laughs> and it has been, you know, it's been a very different experience, obviously. But it's still, we still manage to do it and have a good time. And like we're, we're unless some kind of miracle windfall happens, we aren't going this year. But next year, we're definitely doing a trip to a park. Uh, we'll see whether it's Disneyland or World. But uh, you know, with that new Guardians ride opening, I might be leaning towards. Disney World next year. Well, I was going to ask, what is something that you are looking forward to whenever you make it out to a park? Is it is it the new Guardians roller coaster coming to Epcot? Oh yeah, um, and granted, it's a different kind of ride. But you know, when we went to Disneyland, which is which uh, this past December, which was the first time I've been there in like over twenty years, so obviously a lot's changed since then. But probably my favorite experience there was the Guardians. Uh, Bishop Breakout ride because that mm -hmm. was just that was just an incredible ride and very fun and it's one of the, it's one of the only a couple we went on multiple times and I'm like oh well this was a lot of fun um, I'm sure you know the, the Guardians ride will be very fun and the other ride we I had a lot of fun on was the Incredicoaster so it's like hey roller coaster let's you know Guardians let's go exactly yeah yeah I I, I okay so so you. Um, you obviously enjoyed the Guardians uh, Mission Breakout. You've been on Tower of Terror, correct? No, I have not. Uh, okay. So here's um, the thing. So before that, uh, my wife and I were both like, I don't know if I want to do a drop ride. I don't know how <laughs> if I like drop rides at all. So, but we 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 were like, okay, let's. We like we we aren't we aren't Tower of Terror uh, fans, even though we've heard great things about the ride. But we love, but we do like Guardians as a franchise. Let's at least give this a shot. And then after we wrote that, like, oh, we got to try Tower of Terror next time. There you go. There you go. We got yeah. to. We absolutely have to. Well, so well we will I, definitely try that next time. Okay, good. I was uh, I was about to ask which you prefer one to the other, but uh, I've only been on Tower of Terror, not Mission Breakout. But as somebody who's been on Tower of Terror, definitely have to give Tower of Terror. A shot. Oh yeah, and I, you know, we've done stuff that has similar things. Like, I mean, my favorite uh, to get to for part 
Universal ride by far is the Spider-Man ride, which is again, I think, you know, oh, kind of hang. And amazing. Ride, so, amazing. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's, you know, it's, especially for, you know, it's one of their oldest rides that's still around and it's, it, it's still a great it ride. It still holds up. Yeah. The Spider-Man ride is phenomenal at Universal. I, I, I know this is a Disney podcast, but I'm not one of those Disney podcasts that, you know, shuns Universal. I, no, it's not Disney versus Universal. It's Disney yeah. and Universal. Yeah. yeah. Let me be fair. I have not, I have not been to Universal in a very long time, but that Nintendo World, whatever that's going to be oh, done, will we'll definitely draw me back. 1000 percent. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. That is going to draw everybody like 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 me you will we'll all be in line for that that looks so cool. but but speaking of nintendo speaking of video games where did you get this idea for the main street electrical arcade blog i mean clearly clearly you have a passion for video games when right. did you decide you wanted to sit down and start cranking out words paragraphs thoughts on this well i've always i've always really liked writing i mean even if i'm not getting paid for it which i'm not right now <laughs> i i like to i just like to do it as an exercise as a hobby um so after uh so i had worked for basically what's a little more than a content mill for years and that started winding down i'm like well i still want to write and i want to do something that i really enjoy and i'm like well i i've always been you know i i'm turning 43 next week i've always been in the retro game mm -hmm. history of games i've been playing since i was five or six so it's like well, I like retro games. I like animation. That's a thing, but that's a really broad category. So maybe we can narrow that down a bit. I'm like, you know, I see people doing, they'll do retro games. They'll occasionally do a Disney game here and there. There's not really a focus on Disney games for, you know, for better or worse. And a lot of them are bad, but you can have fun with really bad games. Oh, 1,000%. Like, yes. Games. Yeah. And, and also you can find hidden gems and it's a focus that like, I think I've seen one other person on social media who's doing anything with Disney games. And I'm like, well, that's my niche. That's that's something I can do and talk about and 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 you know and have fun with and and, and something that I you know I've 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 tried to start stop something for a few years and it's like no, this is something that I've actually kept going for several years now and I enjoy it and I want to keep doing it, you know. Even if nothing, even if I never make a dime off of it, it's like something I'll still enjoy doing until I'm like 60, 70, whatever, assuming I, I can. Well, and, and I'm, I'm a big fan of what you're cranking out. There was something you wrote uh, back in March where you talked about how uh, Ubisoft should make a Pirates of the Caribbean game. And you mentioned a canceled Pirates of the Caribbean game, Armada of the Damned. And this is one of my biggest what ifs when it comes to video games. Like this game sounded phenomenal. It was it was kind of like a like a Pirates of the Caribbean game where it's like a light side and a dark side and almost like a like a for lack of a better term, like a, like a Jedi, like, like the more, the more good choices you make, you get, you know, powers that correspond to that. And the, and the more evil choices you make, those, you get those corresponding powers and stuff like that. And that's still, it's like, man, that bums me out that they didn't make that game. But I mean, of all the, of all the studios out there that could pull this off, Ubisoft has pretty much proven they can crank out open world exploration type games Several of them, as a matter of fact, on a yearly basis, yeah. and some of them have been pirate games. I think Ubi would be a phenomenal studio to make a pretty kick-ass pirates game. 
exactly. And you know, and and people pointed this out to me, like, oh, well, Black Flag is sort of a is pretty much a pirate game. It's like it's it's got a lot of pirate stuff, but it doesn't have that swashbuckling element to it. it yeah. You know, and it's like, and admittedly, I'm someone who I've only recently gotten into Assassin's Creed because honestly, I didn't like the old format of the Assassin's Creed game until they really changed it around with really? origins. Okay. Like, and I like I didn't like the whole. I I I've never been a. I don't. It's not that I don't like stealth games, but I don't like stealth games where if you basically get caught, you're kind of dead. I get and that. And Assassin's, mm -hmm. at least early Assassin's Creeds were were kind of that. It's like you might be able to hold your own against maybe one dude, but if you got caught, you're like three dudes around you. You were kind of done for. Mm -hmm. And and and, all, and it's like well, they really changed that up for later ones. Like like I really got into it, especially with uh, Odyssey. I really oh, enjoyed yes, because that was basically. Yes. That's basically like a like a Xena game, like a great Xena game we never got. I know there has been. I'm pretty sure there has been a Xena game. There has. I don't think it was pretty. I don't think it was very good. It was so not. <laughs> so, so so I'm guessing yeah. I'm guessing in uh, in Odyssey you played as Cassandra then. Oh yeah. yeah. One thousand. Yeah. Who, all right. Who's who's Alexius? I don't know who that Seriously, is. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We are one thousand percent Cassandra. He's, he's the villain. He's the villain of the one thousand no percent. Yeah, like, dude, in Odyssey, I put like hundreds of hours into that game that is such a good game well and it's it's crazy like on on the assassin's creed like i still hold like assassin's creed 2 and the Ezio story like in high regards but it's like well everybody's talking about how it's like like black flag in particular we're talking about uh assassin's creed black flag the eight quote unquote the pirate game everybody holds that in high regard it was a it was a fine game, but it yeah, was, was it was an those... Assassin's Creed game with oh yeah, by the way, we stapled a pirate theme to it. Yeah. That was definitely one of those like like I tried the first Assassin's Creed and, and most people don't really like the first one. Like I'm, so I'm sort of surprised this has become this has become like the huge franchise it is based on that. Uh, not not a fan. It was it was a cool idea. Yeah. So but then but then people were like, Oh, well, try four. You'll like four. Four everybody likes four. And I tried four, and I'm like I mean, this is better. Exactly, it's better, but it's not. It's still not my thing. And then, and then it's like, oh, hey, Odyssey. You know, and I went back and played Origins after, but Odyssey looks really different and really cool. I should try that one. And I tried it. and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. This is yes. this is exactly. And then, and then Valhalla was a little too much, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> like, like I, I again put like hundreds of hours into Valhalla. I beat the story. I beat the first couple. Uh, DLCs, and then it's like I was in the middle of the siege of Paris, and then it's like, you know, I think I've had my fill of this game, and so it's like I'm midway through building up my forces to go take uh, take Paris. I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. And then, oh by the way, Ubi is like, there's a whole new story you can. It's like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. Though. Well, I don't know if you, I, I sort of kept up with what they're doing with that. And apparently, Valhalla is just like its own thing. Yes. Now until they like until they make. I think they're doing a live, not like a live live service thing, but Assassin's Creed is going to be a platform more than like an ongoing series now. It's, I think their plan. So it's like, it's like, oh, we're going to release Valhalla stuff for a while until we have our next thing ready. But it's not going to be like Assassin's Creed, you know, England or whatever, whatever next period they're going to do. Uh, it's going to, you know, it's it it's just an ongoing service thing now. It's a service platform, not not a separate release necessarily. Like, like I, I can see both the positives and the negatives about that. Like, in theory, it would cost less to develop on if you already have most of the assets built. And it, in theory, would cost the consumer less to buy it because 
you don't have to put the resources into it, but we both know that's not how games work. They're going to totally charge you 60 and 70 bucks if they can get away with it. But this is just me coming from the sunny beaches of speculation nation. I think that the reason that they're doing this is because they were totally going to do Assassin's Creed, Feudal Japan, and then Ghosts of Tsushima came along and stole their crap. And they're like, there is no way we can top that because that game is phenomenal. Yeah, that's that's something I have, and I really like. I started it, and then then something else came along. I'm like, oh, I have to play that first, and then I haven't gone back to it yet. So I really, oh, dude, dude, like I need to get into it. I really do. Like, like I, I will say, as somebody who again, like I just said, I put hundreds of hours into Odyssey. I put hundreds of hours into Valhalla. So clearly, the open world, like go hit all the icons on the map. Game speaks to me. So like Ghost of uh, Tsushima, like was right up my alley. Like, I, I thought the setting was great. I thought the story they told was great. The combat was great. And it was just a visually stunning game. And now that I uh, they did the upgrade on the PS5 uh, late last year or whatever, I really need to go back and check it out. But, it, like, like at least in, in in my opinion, you'll you'll dig Ghost. Yeah. Well, and I just finished uh, re- recently uh, Horizon Forbidden West. And that was, you know, that's mm. a big open world game. Yes. I spent... It's not, it's, I mean, I think you could spend a hundred hours of that if you want, but I spent like 50 something hours and did most of the stuff and finished the game. And that's like, that's a good long open world game for me. I don't need, I think the last game I spent like hundreds of hours on that was open world was probably Elder Scrolls Morrowind. Go Mm. go way, way back. Like I, like I I beat for Oblivion and uh, Skyrim, but I did not spend hundreds and hundreds of hours on those. Because it's like this is kind of this is this is a lot of the same thing. So I've, I've spent so much time on it. I've also spent hundreds of hours on the ability not fantastic adventures game because it's just an easy game to listen to a podcast like does does Disney <laughs> and mindlessly wail away on enemies for about an hour and a half in the morning or something. Well, first of all, great subtle plug. I greatly appreciate <laughs> it. But you did bring it up the Avengers game. That is a game that I keep going back and forth on. It's like. Part of me really wants to like that game, but then every time I go back to play it, like I'm 40 minutes into it and I'm like, okay, I remember why I don't like this game. I do like the fact that they will put out like new characters and new story DLC. And I like the story DLC that they put out. I think it's an engaging like tale from a comic book fan, but it's just like, there's something about the gameplay that doesn't grip me and then it's like okay i need to switch up and i gotta play as captain america or i gotta play as iron man and he's a level one ding dong because i've been playing as is miss marvel the entire time and and here's tony stark getting squashed by uh by an aim scientist it's like ugh. yeah yeah it's definitely one of those where you have to level all your characters pretty equally mm. and the only one like Okay, so oddly enough, my maybe even not oddly enough, but my favorite character to play is Kate Bishop. She's she's a ton of fun in that game, um, but I hate the Hulk. The Hulk controls terribly. He's mm-hmm. really weak for being the Hulk. Like he should be this almost unstoppable tank, and he just like he's the just Hulk. like his like his hitbox is so big. He gets hit very easily. He's not super maneuverable, and he's not super tough. It's like it's like. Thor seems to be able to take a beating better than you. Iron Man seems to be taking a beating better than you. And everybody else is more agile and easier to use. Well, and and and, and then it's like, I remember like on, on the Sony side specifically, Spider-Man was a huge selling point. Like Sony PlayStation console exclusive, Spider-Man. And then the reviews came out 
when Spider-Man was so, playable and the crowd goes mild. Like, I think Spider-Man. So, yeah, I think the thing is, okay, so, I mean, I'm sure you've played, you know, Spider-Man on the PS4. and The you know, PS4, how, the how PS5, and game. Miles Morales. Yes. I freaking yeah, I, love that game. Yeah, yeah I just, I, I actually, after beating the original Wink, the original Risk of Wink came out, I just beat the, like, PS5 Game of the Year edition, like, in yep. January again. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is amazing. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and Grant, that's, that's a focus on one character, one game. Probably even a bigger budget because Sony likes doing their prestige stuff and mm-hmm. just throwing money at it. But I never thought, and and you know, I played I played several hundred hours of Avengers at this point. Uh, Spider Man is not a great fit for that game in the way he plays. I think they did the best job they could for putting him in that game, but that's a promise they made. I think before they really figure out. Oh wait. Spider-Man doesn't really fit for this game where we don't have stuff he can swing off very well. Mm-hmm. He can't do his aerial attacks very well. He can't like mix it up with a crowd like he does in his own game. And and also, it's like, maybe if Insomniac Spider-Man was never made, you could point to this and go, hey, that's a pretty decent representation of Spider-Man. Because before that, we had Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, and those games are terrible. And... <laughs> <laughs> And, and believe me, I've been so. I recently, um, I've I've been on like a Spider-Man game collecting spree recently, and I've got at least one version of almost every game now. And most of the most of those, especially like the last like decade or so of Spider-Man re- representation, including you know ones based on the movies and ones not, are pretty mediocre to terrible. Mm-hmm. So if 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 Insomniac's game was never made, and we had Spider-Man Avengers, I'd be like, you know what, this is a pretty good representation. I'm happy with that, but. Insomniac Spider-Man exists, and it's amazing. And so when you compare the two, it's like it's just not gonna be. It's not gonna be fair. Well, that, that that's like uh, living in a world saying, you know, it's like a hamburger helper would be pretty good if you know filet mignon didn't exist. But <laughs> exactly. it, it's like, so uh, talking on the Spidey games. Was the last like quote unquote like really good Spider-Man game? Was it the Spider-Man Two game that came out from the Tobey Maguire games? Because like that was always the Spidey game that was held in the lofty regards before the Insomniac game came out. Okay, so there are some fans of some of the uh, Activision slash Enox developed oh, titles, uh, like the, Shattered uh, Dimensions, Shattered Dimensions, Edge of Time. Uh, there and they and they did. Uh, Would you throw Ultimate Spider-Man in there? Yeah, Ultimate Spider-Man's pretty okay. Um, I I was not a fan of the Beanox games, though. Like, I don't think they they were okay at best. And I really think Shattered Dimensions, especially, which some people love, and that was and apparently that was like the inspiration. Like, that's how we got like like without Shattered Dimensions, we don't get into the Spider Verse. That movie does not happen. Wow. So so hey, I'm glad it exists for that yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, me that's too, one buddy. Of the best too. anime movies ever made. <laughs> but. But like a lot of the a lot of the characters controlled very badly, and I didn't think it was up to par. But anyway, but that that game does have its fans. Well, and and it's a cool concept because I yeah. mean you can definitely see how Into the Spider Verse borrows an idea from it. Because if uh, if the listener isn't familiar with. Uh, with with the game, it's telling the story of four different Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2099, Spider-Man Noir, regular Spider-Man, and then isn't Ultimate Spider-Man? Isn't he yeah. the fourth playable Spider-Man? I, yeah, I believe that's the case. I'm sure. I'm sure if we're wrong. Somebody will correct us on. Oh, but, yo, it's um, the internet. They will most <laughs> definitely correct us. That that is that is for sure. But yeah, the, but yeah, base, but yeah, they had several Spider-Mans, and there's uh, and there's a whole like there is a whole comic storyline 
there's multiple comic storylines too. Uh, it'd be interesting if the games got into the spider, the spider slayer uh, storylines, where they've got guys mm. going across different dimensions, killing tons of Spider-Man left and right. But I don't Man, know if they do that for a video slayers. game because they'd be like, we can't have kids seeing Spider-Man's murder left and right. Hey, mommy, I want to play the new Spider-Man. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Like, why did this guy mangle that monkey Spider-Man from another dimension, mommy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could they could release the first rated M Spider-Man game. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like speaking of the Insomniac Spider-Man game, they have not made a formal announcement for a sequel. We all know it's oh, coming, but no, no, they they did a trailer. You didn't see the trailer they did? Uh, I think it was last year. Really? It's yeah. Uh, they they confirmed Venom. They confirmed Craven. Look it up. That's right. I've forgotten <laughs> about that. I mean, like at the end of the original game, it was teased that Venom was being. By the way, spoiler alert for for a game that I mean, but like like y'all should have beaten this game by the by the time you're listening to this pod. But uh, but uh, they they revealed that uh, Venom was being held uh, in Norman's secret uh, lab, and it was apparently Harry's going to be Venom, which that's different. But but I like the fact that in this Spider-Man universe, they're telling a different story because. I don't want to give away the big major plot twist towards the end of the game, but there was a moment where I was like just full-blown man tears at the end of the game. It's like, okay, you got to pay for what you did. You have to pay. <laughs> but um, oh, yeah, well, and you mm, know, obviously, uh, mm, mm. I mean, that's that's actually what I love about Zombie X Spider-Man is it's very it's it's identifiably Spider-Man, but it's very much their own take on Spider-Man. Like you know, like like Harry is a sick possibly dying friend yes. of peter's that you feel that you find that out through through doing the side missions in the story Ugh, and, which, and it's like <laughs> it's like is he gonna go through some life-changing thing that makes him either venom or the new goblin we'll find out and yeah one thing i hope they really do and and i may write something about something like this in the future i hope they bring in spider gwen honestly at least introduce gwen stacy and make her spider gwen you bring in Miles Morales, and it's like, well, they can do their own take on Spider Gwen too, because Spider Gwen's a fantastic character. Oh, one that like, yes, I really like the character of Spider Gwen, and honestly, if they brought, I mean, Miles Morales got his own spinoff. He is now a full, like, full blown Spider Man. Uh, it, it would be cool if they brought in kind of something similar to what they did with Grand Theft Auto Five, where you could have multiple pr uh, protagonists going at the same time, where you could bounce around to them at different points in the city. Honestly, that's what I was kind of hoping they were going to do with uh, with the last Arkham game for Arkham Knights, where uh, it, uh, but the less said about Arkham Knight, the better. Because <laughs> uh, I still have issues with how, the, with how that series yeah, I, I Actually, one of my uh, jobs over the last, like, decade was i was a editor of batman blog for several years and so i heavily covered arkham knight and and the whole dc u cinematic universe dceu whatever you want to call it and that was that was an interesting time to be covering all that stuff, oh i have no doubt i have no doubt because i'm pretty sure, well i know for sure people had strong opinions about oh, speaking yeah. of you mentioned you were in an ed you were an editor and when i asked you where you got this idea for uh, uh for the blog you mentioned that you were writing in the past where are some other places that you that you were writing uh that, that people could possibly still go check out so i i pretty much exclusively worked for a site called uh fan cited uh i believe my work is still up there assuming they i, I check it on occasion they i don't think they've taking it down or anything uh most of my stuff is on a site called app trigger or uh the comic book site it's, it's been a minute they, but they have a comic book focused site and i have stuff on the main site too it's like a whole blog network but uh 
I, I guess I could burn those bridges because uh, that place was terrible to work for. They paid <laughs> like, like, okay. So I don't know if you saw this, but there was a recent post from IGN about doing freelance, about uh, paying freelancers basically uh, 20 bucks a story for like quick yep. hit news. Mm-hmm. And that got a lot of like, oh my God, I can't believe they paid that little. Let me tell you how good a pay that is compared to like 99% of the other stuff out there. Like it's it's not like it's not that that's good, but it's so much better than so many other sites out there. Which by the way, I didn't want to bring this up. You're not getting paid for this interview. Uh not moving on to the next question. No. Uh, <laughs> this interview is over. Friendship yeah. over. <laughs> I need to speak to my manager. No. <laughs> but um um there's, you've said you've been doing this for what around three years now. Yeah, I started. So I started uh, building up for it in like 2018 when I was starting to, um, I got, like the, the idea was starting to formulate where it's like, okay, I want to do something retro, but also, but also something that's not so all encompassing that'll never like like at some point with this with this collection at least retro wise, there's a stopping point. You know, there's a point where I will have collected pretty much everything and it will be like thousands of thousands of, of games <laughs> but it might be you know i don't know two thousand games something like that depends on how much disney ends up buying for sure uh, mm-hmm. but 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 there but there is a stopping point with these games but there's also some modern stuff that comes out every now and again that i can still talk about and write about and engage with so in what you've covered last two three years you definitely put the legwork in, you put the research in what you talk about. Has there been something that you came across that when you read it, you went back and read it, you thought, no, that can't be right. But then you're just like, holy, I can't believe this. Or is there something that still to this day, all these years later, still sticks with you? It's like, I can't believe that this. Probably the 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 interesting thing is, you know, all, a lot of these like direct, game directors and producers and companies people love today. They got their start from very humble stuff that you wouldn't think they would have worked on, but everybody's got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like Shinji Mikami, who's known for the Resident Evil series. Uh, he worked on uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit for the Game Boy, Aladdin for the Super Nintendo, the Goof Troop game for the Super Nintendo. You know, so, he, that, so that's where he got his start. Uh, wow. A lot of people love uh, the game developer company Rare, you know, for like GoldenEye, uh, Perfect the, the, Dark, the, and, that the, kind of, yep. and that kind of stuff. And, 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 I, and honestly, my favorite there is probably Viva Pinata. Um, they, <laughs> they, I mean, they started with stuff like Mickey's Racing Adventure. And, you know, Man. so a lot of those companies and directors and all these people you like today, oh, they started on, the, on this, uh, these games you wouldn't expect. Sometimes stuff that's absolute trash. It's like they still went on to make great things. It's kind of interesting to see who worked on what. Well, and and you mentioned sometimes it's absolute trash. What is maybe not the worst, but what are some of the worst games that you've covered on your blog? Because everybody likes to talk about good stuff, but everybody loves to talk about bad stuff. So without a doubt, and this is something I experienced very early on in in my like getting stuff um, and collecting things. Uh, there's this PC game, and you can really only play it through like emulation, truly. Uh, called uh, I've got, I've got this, uh, Disney Villains Revenge. I, mean, I wrote this down way back when we first started talking about this because I knew this was what I wanted to talk about. And 
The premise sounds pretty interesting. I like, mean, na- like, like, let me stop you. Name alone, I'm like, okay, you've piqued my interest. I'm on board with this. So, and I'm, and the and the blog entry is totally there. It's one of my earliest ones. Um, but basically, like, the stories of Disney get all like messed up by the villains, and they try to, and they try to change it so they win. And your goal is to stop them from winning. But the way it's executed is like the most milk toast. <laughs> way possible and like like Peter Pan or like Captain Hook turns Peter Pan into an old man and you've got to help him fight P- Captain Hook off and, and the controls are terrible Ugh. and it's you know there's it's just the the worst thing I, I, like it's <laughs> one of the worst things I have ever played and and like I said the only way you could I mean I mean if you really want to go you can get like an old computer and get like an old copy of it or something but you can get dot what's called dos box which is an emulation program download it pretty easily you know play it for yourself and it's it's really bad it's really really bad well i i mean on the one hand that's disappointing to hear because the premise sounds cool but on the other yeah. hand that's also really hilarious to hear that it's just yeah. that bad because i'm picturing oh. it's like cruella deville is gonna wow make those puppies into a coat but you have to stop her by Hitting her with banana cream pies or some ridiculous crap like that. Yeah, it's it's on that level. And then there's also <laughs> there's infamously bad stuff like like Simpsons Wrestling, which I do have. Is oh, an infamously that, that, bad game. It, it, dude, like, let me like like I can speak to that as as a kid who grew up as a massive Simpsons fan and a massive wrestling fan. That game is hot garbage. <laughs> Though to be fair, I mean, most of the Simpsons games are yeah, pretty bad yeah, outside so, of like uh, hit, hit and runs, a good one. Hit oh. and run's a good one. Yeah. Yes, yes. Where, where, where do I need to sign so we can get a hit and run remake? Like, like I, I could probably probably won't. That's hold one of those up. rumors that keeps happening. But oh god. Okay, so Electronic Arts is the one that holds the rights to the Simpsons game. So, the so only thing they've done with it recently is that tapped out mobile game, god. and they seem to be content with that. Like that's all they want to do because it makes money for them. And and this, and and oddly enough, even though they have that long history, Electronic Arts. Doesn't seem to be super keen on remasters. They've done, they've done the Mass Effect one. They did a Burnout one. That's about it. That's about really? it. And you know, Electronic Arts has been around for forty years, th- at least thirty for sure. Oh, one thousand percent. And and for the majority and, and of they that, they've lot, been one of the know, biggest names right. in gaming. Right. And they and they, I mean, yeah, they had they had a period where oh, we hate Electronic Arts. There was a whole EA spouse thing. There was a whole like. They were the most. They were both the most hated company, like two years in a row. Mm-hmm. When when they had those like poll things, but it's like, okay, EA kind of sucks. But you know, there, there's companies literally milking people out of millions of dollars that are not yes. that are losing this contest. Come on, guys. Yeah, there's actual <laughs> evil companies out yeah. there as opposed to like, okay, yeah, yeah, we don't we don't like you know that that there's like loot boxes and stuff, but y'all aren't like full blown evil. Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> like. Like, I mean, look, look at Activision today and all that stuff that's come out oh about them in the god. last, like, year. Oh, my God. And that, that stuff has is... been ongoing. So, Yeah, that that Activision stuff and the fact that, like, like Blizzard at one point was such kind of like a like a beacon in, in the gaming industry. And, and now it's just so mired and, and been drug in the mud. And you see exactly. what, what's been happening behind mm. I guess, I guess it's one of those things. It's like don't 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 hold anybody in high regards. I guess. I, I mean, I mean, look, I, you're talking to a, a person who loved all of Joss Whedon's work and all the stuff that came out about him last mm-hmm. couple of years. Yeah, you know, like like it's like there there have been whispers in the background, but the last couple of years really blew up as like 
uh, can, can I really watch Buffy anymore? Can I enjoy this stuff again? It's like, well, kind of, but maybe I shouldn't get anything new of his. Yeah, I mean, literally the dog sitting at my feet is named Zoe. And and, and my my cat that passed away a few months ago, his name was Wash. So, so ah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my coat is still definitely brown, but... Uh, Mm, yeah, don't meet your idols, kids. Don't meet yeah. your idols. So so we talked about the bad. And and this next question I'm going to ask you, it doesn't necessarily have to match up with like, say, you know, a Rotten Tomato score or a Metacritic score. What are your like like a handful of your top games that you've covered? Like like if, if you ever have like, you know, access to your entire collection and like say 60, 90 minutes to yourself, and you're like, all right, I'm just gonna fire fire up this game. What game is that? And why? Uh, well, one one game I always champion is uh, Toy Story Three because that's a like 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 okay. So the 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 portion based on the actual movie is pretty okay. Like it's a pretty okay licensed game, but that toy box mode mm. is something you can play for hours and hours. And actually, uh, when I was still doing uh, streaming, which maybe someday I'll get back into. I would stream me playing that for a couple hours here and there, and you know it's just a very fun thing. And 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 the idea for the for the toy uh, for the toy box mo- mode, kind of that was that was the best part of Disney Infinity because they, right. they well got, that's what yeah exactly yeah. that's what led to Disney Infinity. There wouldn't be Disney Infinity without that toy box mode. They looked at that. We're, we're oh, going to we circle back. A whole game. Yeah, we're going to circle back to Disney Infinity before this is all oh, yeah. over. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't mean to jump in and cut you off, but uh, please continue. No, oh, yeah, okay. So toy box mode. Um, obviously, the Spider-Man, the recent Spider-Man games were fantastic. Um, um, I'm one of those people who like the uh, Super Nintendo version of Aladdin a little better than the Genesis version. Like, don't get me wrong, <laughs> the Genesis version looks fantastic. But try playing that nowadays. It's like, it's like it's really cheap and hard. And it's like, and the Super NES version is Capcom when Capcom could do absolutely no wrong mm-hmm. in the 16-bit era. Well, and uh, and they uh, that was part of the uh, re-release with uh, with the package of Lion King. Uh. Yeah. Uh, so so here's an odd thing, and maybe I need to check on this again. So they re-released the original one, and I got that way back when it came out a few years ago. And then they released that patch with like the Super Nintendo version, Jungle Book, and a couple other things. It's still not available on PlayStation. Last I checked, and that's the format I have it on. It's really? on Switch. It's on Xbox. You can buy the new version. That'll have all those games, but you're supposed to be able to pay like ten bucks and get the newer the new games that were added. It's still not available on PlayStation. Last I checked. Wow. Yeah, that doesn't make much sense. Yeah, it, and there was some like I've checked. I, I it's been a couple months since I last checked, but I checked a couple months ago, and it's like, oh no, this is coming at some point. We'll let you know when. And and you would do some kind of weird hang up. Yeah. I don't know. Uh huh. Okay. All right. But you you mentioned the toy box mode. I mentioned Disney Infinity. Disney Infinity, in theory, if any of these toys to game services that weren't Spyro the Dragon, if any of them were going to survive, it would have been the one tied to Disney and all their IPs. That would have been the one that would have survived. But it went for, what, three generations, three waves? Yeah. Then kind of went belly was the last one. Yes. Okay. If, if... It could have been saved. What do you think they could have done? Or or was this just a doomed model to begin with? Well, uh, you can, you, and you can dig into this and see. Uh, basically, it was one of those cases of 
oh, it's making money, but not enough money for us to justify continuing it. And we made some bonehead decisions that really screwed it up. Like, like the biggest one I heard was, oh, Hulk's popular. Let's pre-order a million Hulk figures, and those things just don't sell a million like mm. they're supposed to. And so they might also put on that. Uh, the Lone Ranger was supposed to be this huge thing. Oh, yeah. Disney and took nobody bought it. No. Because that was around the same time. That was a huge promotion. That was, mm. and I've, I've never, one of these days, I want to go back and watch like a lot of their, a lot of their failures, the big failures that I haven't seen. Like I've never seen Lone Ranger. I've never seen John Carter of Mars, which I've heard is an okay movie, but not, you know, it's one of their biggest flops ever. Yep. And I've never mm. watched it. And so I'd be fascinated to watch it at some point if I could decide to put aside you know, two and a half, three hours to watch a terrible. Yeah, knowing terrible. you're going to watch a bad movie. It's like, yeah, let me set apart a decent side or a decent uh, part of my day to watch something that I know is bad. bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which I mean, I've done. So, okay. So uh, uh, I you probably know the people over at the Great Mousecast uh, podcast. Yes. Like mm -hmm. every time they do a Disney Channel movie, and most of those are pretty bad. <laughs> I do I do set aside time to watch that. And I, and I sometimes live tweet it a little bit, but yeah, so that's so that, I do like, set aside yeah. all the time to watch a bad Disney Channel movie. But but stuff like that, that's fun. That's like watching watching a movie with your friends. That's that's like like uh, the closest thing we can do to like like mystery science theater or, exactly. or like 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 doing uh, doing what I used to do back in college. I'd, I'd get uh, me and my friends. We would, we would all get ripped. Go over to one of each other's house and watch a bad movie and do something called Crap Lords for a PG <laughs> audience. Yeah. But but yeah, it's like like I, I totally get that. But it's like as somebody who is a mystery science fan and riff tracks fan and stuff like that, there is some joy in watching a bad movie, knowing it's going to be yeah. a bad movie. But uh, it's uh, okay. Wrapping things up, I've uh, here recently. You did something called Kingdom Hearts Month. I believe it kind of got kicked off because Kingdom Hearts launched on Switch. Correct. Well, that and uh, you know, tw twenty is it twenty fifth anniversary? Twentieth anniversary? Oh my god, I feel so happened. old. Yeah. Oh my. Let me make hold sure. On, I've hold the right on, hold on. Here. I I need it's... a minute. How's that? <laughs> we old. We all. Old. Oh my god. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, well, the reason I bring up the Switch version is if I remember correctly, yeah, when, okay. when 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 it launched, that like like it was like cloud based, so there was like some saving issues um, or gameplay okay, so, issues so i had only tried the demo version which by the way they only let you play a few <laughs> a my few bad minutes. yeah that was that was me throwing a coaster <laughs> they yeah. only let That's you play a few I minutes am. of the cloud version so that wasn't really enough to tell if it's stable really how well it runs all that stuff so that was suspect to begin with but on top of that you can get the entire collection on on i believe pc now too but but PlayStation and Xbox and PC for real cheap these days. Often it's on sale for 20 bucks or less. It's like $80, $90 on Switch. Oh and we all know, okay, long-time Nintendo fans know, there's often a Nintendo tax. There's definitely a, a Switch tax where you pay more for it being on a Nintendo console. But that is a ridiculous amount for That's a insane. game, for a version of a game you do not own. At some point... You will not be able to buy that game or possibly even download that game anymore because it's it's just in the cloud. You don't you don't really own it. And it's like, why on earth would you pay that much for a game you don't really own? That runs really poorly. Well, I mean, I mean, 
you, you ask a question that kind of goes to the whole like, you know, physical versus digital. It's right. like in, in, in theory, if you don't own the physical game, eventually that's true. Every every digital game you you quote unquote own could be taken away from you. That said, that, I'm a I'm a big proponent of digital. That said, I, I I still like having the physical disc in my hand. Yeah, it's I mean it it it's a give and take sort of thing. I mean, <laughs> realistically, unless you're doing some insane hobby like I like I am and creating content <laughs> out of it, like there's not really a huge reason to hold on to hundreds or thousands of games. You'll you'll have something to play. You always have something to play mm -hmm. and play to play. And so if X game goes away, like like unless you've been actively playing it, like I think people like especially, you know, because Lord knows things don't get hyped up and overblown on the internet of all places. No. But uh No. Never, not but, on the internet. But you know, if some decade old if some like decade, 15, 20 year old game goes away, it's like nobody was playing that game. You weren't playing that game. No. You, mm -mm. You, you know, you got your money's worth out of that game ages ago. Like, mm -hmm. well, and, and, and I've definitely gotten my money out of the Kingdom Heart games over the, oh, I'm still having an existential crisis over here. Multiple decades, decades yes. of, of this series being out. I guess this is a multiple part question. What are your thoughts on the Kingdom Heart series as a whole, and if Disney slash Square came to you and said, "Eric, we're handing you the Keyblade to the franchise," what are you doing with Kingdom Hearts Four? First, uh, cartoons the 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 classic Disney or the classic Disney afternoon stuff. You know, really, even even more modern stuff. Bring, bring in Phineas and Ferb. Bring in Kim Possible. Bring in. You know, bring in, I mean, Disney, that's, okay, so that's one thing we talk about a little bit, too. Disney has been on a real roll with their animated shows lately, too, like Owl House, Amphibia, New, New DuckTales have all been, like, these amazingly fantastic shows. There's, aside from if you go to, like, their web, their, like, weird Disney Now website, which has a bunch of, like, kids' mini games, like, there's no game representation of those. They're, they're not represented in games anywhere or really any other outside media aside from the show and some merch in the parks or, or on Shop Disney. It's like, no, these things, exploit your stuff more, Disney. Come on. You're Disney. Come on. Do, do something else with it. <laughs> I never thought I'd hear somebody tell Disney to exploit themselves and be like, you know, he makes a good point, but here we are. Yeah. I mean, like outside of when initially it popped up, particularly in the new DuckTales, there's really no mention of it. It was just literally a blip in the radar. And especially with the cast it had for The Voice, you would have thought that would have been everywhere. Well, I don't know if this is still the case, but uh, a lot of animation has been, and at Disney especially, they order, they have a set order, and then they're just in and out. They're, they're done. They don't, they don't, they order, like, we'll do 50, 60, maybe 100 episodes, and then they're done. They don't, they don't want to do any more. They figure that's enough. They've got their content. They can recycle it for forever. And that was certainly the case with the Disney Afternoon stuff way back when. And a lot of, and you know, and you see that actually now with some other shows where they'll be like, oh, this show's been renewed for a new season. No, 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 no. They ordered X amount of episodes. They cut them <laughs> up. And, and there's another sinister reason behind that. But but that could be another a, a, a different podcast for a different time. They're just time, calling but, it a new season. Uh -huh, yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I'm i very interested to see where they go with Kingdom Hearts from here. Obviously, you know, even as somebody who has 
played virtually every game, including a little bit of the mobile stuff and beaten most of the wow, games. That's dedication. Uh, uh but yeah, I didn't play them very long. Let's let's put it that way. <laughs> hey, but at least you tried. I'm uh, like like I'm just the guy over here that's sticking to the console games, and I'm still like. I've played every one of these games. I have no idea what's that, going that's on. That's why I was like, saying, yeah, it's like, it's the story is kind of like, like what, what the hell is going on? I don't even know. It's but like, I really can, hope. Can, 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 can we just get to like, like Halloween town? I don't want to sound yeah. like MC Chris doing his, his, uh, his standup. It's like, I'm playing as Roxas. I'm in the boring ass part of the game. I got to get on the train so I can get to the dope ass part of the game. Yeah. I'm not even playing the fun part of the game. Yeah. Do you need to play 358 over se oh, is it over seven over two days whatever the DS one the is and that's, that's where you get a great Roxas story game. that's where you get a great Roxas story and they all they did was make it a terrible CG cutscene movie on the on those collections but anyways what <laughs> what <laughs> like, that's one of the better games and they didn't put it out on on the major consoles when they did those collections but. Um, <laughs> Okay, now I've kind of lost my train. Okay. Yeah, meanwhile, yeah, uh, Tony Soprano's in a coma. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> go, go go watch but, the MC Chris Rand. It's hilarious. But yeah, the um, but yeah, they they need to, one. They need to give Kyrie her due because God, they have treated Kyrie terribly. Mm -hmm. Like really, like even okay. So you found I don't know. You probably didn't play the Kingdom Hearts three DLC. You finally get to play her for a tiny bit in that DLC, and she is so underpowered that it's not worth. It. They don't. You don't get a chance to level her. You get to fight as her in a battle you fought before as Sora, and it's like. And by the way, that's all that DLC is. It's recycled boss fights, which are terrible. Oh, phenomenal! And, and, and a bunch and a bunch of those like super hard boss fights they have in every single Kingdom Hearts game that I can mm -hmm. never beat. Like, no, nope. like, I never mm -hmm. beat Sephiroth. I never beat any of those harder Colosseum challenges. Yeah, no, yeah, never. Like, mm -hmm. And so that's kind of what they have there. Yeah, I learned my lesson after Kingdom Hearts One. It's like anytime it's like, oh, you can go fight Sephiroth. It's like. I can fight him. I'm not gonna. <laughs> no, yep. sir. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, one of the few times I, I, I'm comfortable saying Lance pass with my ass and I'm fine with it. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's like, guess what game? You win. I am good. Like, this is how the game ends for Landon, but not yeah. doing this. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but yeah, they need to, uh, yeah. They, so hopefully also what they'll do, like this, at least it's what's supposed to wrap a lot of stuff up in three. So hopefully they'll be able to continue with a, at least a, kind of fresh plot line and honestly the most fun worlds are the ones where the movie already happened and you're doing something else with it and i always mm -hmm. and so you know when they recreate something oh it's okay okay you re you basically recreated frozen that's 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 fine that's cool can we do a new adventure in frozen like i don't want i don't want to replay frozen 2 in kingdom hearts 4 i want a new frozen adventure i want a new wreck it ralph adventure i want a new you know, they did it with Toy Story. Toy Story is a completely original adventure in Kingdom Hearts 3. That's one of the better worlds in it. My only complaint about that is they play You've Got a Friend on Me on loop for so long and it's so short. And there's so many other songs in that whole series. And it's like, I have to turn this music off. I have to turn it off. I can't I can't listen to it anymore. <laughs> but but the world was good. The world was good. The mm -hmm. Monsters Inc. world was good. I'm not even that big a Monsters Inc. fan. It's like, you know. Because they did an original story and it wasn't just the movie over again. Yeah, I'm. I I I think you make a good point. The best worlds are the one after the movie has. Well, and speaking on Frozen, I mean, they went to painstakingly details. They, they finally achieved those Toy Story like graphics they've been talking about since like the PlayStation Two. 
Yeah, to give us a music video of freaking Let It Go, the yeah. entire song. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, we we know how it goes. If you're a Disney fan, you've heard this song a bazillion times since. Ah, <laughs> uh, but it, 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 and, and and hopefully, since you are now the Keyblade holder of the Kingdom Hearts franchise, it won't take like 45 years for Kingdom Hearts 4 to come out, and and it will look like Final Fantasy 7 remake when it comes out. That'd be dope. Yeah. That'd yeah. be really, really dope. Yeah, since I mean, since two is never gonna part two of that is never gonna. Yeah, come that out is anyway. never it's coming <laughs> out. That it, yeah, I was I, I was playing through the DLC on that. It's like yeah, this is the closest we're ever getting to part two. This is yeah yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Kate Sith, you are never ever going to be seen in in five K glory. You'll never go on that date at the amusement park with with with, Kate, with uh, Barrett. <laughs> Nope. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Vincent. Sorry, buddy. You. You had your. Uh, your spinoff on what the PSP or whatever it was. Oh, no, that's, no. Ooh, yes. that's that's not going to that one. Yeah. Yeah. Square really tried with uh, with Final Fantasy VII. Before. Like, okay, fine. We'll give you the remake in parts. <laughs> but 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 but. The remake part one that was way better than I was expecting. But, oh yeah, uh, I really I, some people some I think some purists who grew up with Final Fantasy VII and that was like a lot of people that was their first real role playing game. They didn't like they didn't seem to like it too much. I really enjoyed it. It was a fun game. Oh yeah, you know played around a lot with expectations, which was great. You know, mm-hmm. I, it, like like they definitely zigged when when you were expecting them to zag, which I thought was refreshing and it looked phenomenal. I liked the gameplay, but yeah, the fact that we're Never getting to that one, or, or if we get a two, it's just the th- the thing is never going to be finished. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're they're we gonna might get a two, off. but it's never going to be finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's never going <laughs> to be finished. Like 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 we'll get a PlayStation Eight before they finally finish that. Thing. I mean, if you think about, it, they never fit. They never really finished fifteen. Like they had other DLC plans, and they just canceled them after a while. See, like like, like I I got like twenty hours into fifteen. It's like okay, all right, I've I've had my fill. But it's like 15's gameplay is very similar to. Uh, seven remake like 15 really set no i really of, i really like 15 15 is probably in my top five final fantasy game it's really i think i there's a couple rough spots and granted i played the vanilla release and from what i understand it's a very different game now and i'd actually like to go back and play that i've got it on that like playstation 5 playstation plus collection so mm-hmm. if, I, if i ever have time which with all these delays this year maybe i will uh <laughs> But and but and see, I've heard that too, and it's one of those things. It's like I part of me does want to go back and give it a try, and it's like, but with an RPG like that, I know it's like if I'm gonna go back and give it a try, just knowing me, it's like I'm gonna have to start from the very beginning. Exactly, exactly. Like, and that is gonna be like an eighty-hour commitment, and I'm like, yeah, eh. I, I, my my calendar would have to be pretty clear. Like I'm playing through uh, Triangle Strategy right now on the Switch, and that's. And I'm a good chunk of the way through it, but I'm 60 hours in. I've probably still got like six, seven, eight chapters to go. And that's a long game. And I love it, but it's a long game. And after that, I'm probably going to be looking for another long game for at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll need something short. Like, I don't know. I heard Kirby's like 10 hours. Let me let me get into that next. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a nice, yeah. a nice palette. Clip. Well, it's like I've tried several. It's like earlier you mentioned uh, Horizon uh, Forbidden West. I've tried so many times to beat Horizon Zero Dawn. And there's just something about it it's like i'll get like i would i would say i'm like 30 percent through the game i'll 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 get to a new like big town and i'll get a whole bunch of quests and then i'll get distracted by another game and i'll walk away from it then i'll come back and be like okay here i go again on my own 
crap, I forgot how to play this game. I got to go all the way back. And Aloy is back to being a being an idiot who doesn't know how to do anything. And I'm like, oh, here we go for a fifth time. So it's just like, like I really like the world building in Horizon. I just don't know if it's going to be a series that I'm going to be able to get into because for whatever reason, I can't finish the damn thing. Yeah, that's that's one good thing about like, like especially when I had the, like I like when I was working for a gaming site, I had to review and at least try and finish. And most of the time, I did. I you know finished those games for review, and so that's the mentality I've got. I can I can only focus on maybe three games at a time. They yeah. usually usually two two tops. So I will get a game, I will finish that game, and then I will get something else. Like like the only exception might be if something is on set. Like like I'm very interested in checking out Elden Ring, even though I haven't been a huge huge Dark Souls person, because I hear like because I keep hearing this is the one. But you know what? I'm getting to that game when I have these like three or four other games that I want to get done, and my calendar is clear for a while. Mm. So that might be the summer because it doesn't seem like the summer is super hot with yeah. releases. <sighs> I'm glad you, I was going to ask about Elden Ring because I've tried so many times with the, with the Souls games and the Bloodborne. And I just like, I always try, I, I bash my head against yeah. a wall for 90 minutes and then get frustrated. And it ends up with me winging my controller across the room and saying, F this game. I hate this game. Games are stupid. But yeah, I hear like Elden Ring, this is the one. This is the one. Right. That's like, why I like, want to give it a shot. Like I know. There are people I know, uh, you know, I cited before Rebecca, Rebecca Valentine. Rebecca Valentine does not, play, she plays like mostly fun. Not that she can't beat hard games, but she plays like fun, cute games that, that aren't like Elden, that aren't like Elden Ring. And she's like, I love Elden Ring. Elden Ring is great. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. maybe I should try Elden mm -hmm. Ring. Like, like I'm, I'm, I, I just know I see it in my future when this thing is on sale, like, like probably around like Black Friday or Christmas or something when it, when it like drops to like 40 or 30 bucks, I'm going to be like, Oh damn it. Landon. Yeah. It'll be one of those 20 or $30 games in November. Hey, Grant, mm -hmm. the holiday season is usually huge for games, but with everything getting pushed, it's like, is I it? don't know what's going to be out this Christmas. I don't know. What's, yeah. There's going to be stuff. There's going to be stuff. I'm sure. But it's like, I don't even know if God of War is going to be out this Christmas. Who knows? Oh, it's it's 1000% not. <laughs> but, but if it's not, I don't know what Sony has this Christmas. Aside, I like, are they going to really push that new PS Plus tier thing? Is that is that going to be their big Christmas push? Like, like, what are they going to have? Because they already said Spider Man Two is like twenty twenty four. Like that's a way. That's a way. I will be stunned if God of War <laughs> comes out this year. And yeah. and I mean I understand why it's going to be released and being developed for both the PS Four and the PS Five. Yeah. But, but still, it's it's is, still is, hard to get a PS Five. It's. And, I, and and that's and that's why but is one of the ones who was lucky enough to get a ps5 it's like oh come on damn it sony it's like 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 make my next gen or i guess current gen kratos experience yeah i still i still can't believe i scored what, what the scored the ps5 the way i did because it was literally like i wasn't really trying to get one and i just noticed oh it it's available on bestbuy.com at three in the morning on a sunday and i have to be up bye 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 wow <laughs> and then i picked it up like Black Friday out in the parking lot of my local Best Buy for a store pickup, and, it, and that was and it, and it was Black. I didn't even think about the fact that it was Black Friday, so it was like it was me and my father-in-law waiting in a car in the parking lot for like an hour because they were so busy. Only to find out that by the way the system had broken down, so that's why they were so far behind. And so I just had to walk up and they're like, "Here, here's your console, go." 
Yeah, and I would imagine you, you're like like holding it like a running back with a with a football hitting the line, and it's yeah. like get back, get back. Yeah, I this will. is you know, I mean, this is this is like November 2020. So think of what November 2020 was like in retail. And it's like, <laughs> oh, God, yeah. well, it, yeah, as somebody who worked retail for like five years and just hearing Black Friday and. and yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I did. I worked Best Buy for many years, so that was that was that's something I definitely experienced a lot of. And and I'm a grocery store worker now, so that's been something I've been dealing with the public this whole time. Oh so God, yeah, whole, yeah. So we, so, we yeah. don't need to get into that whole thing. That's a, that's that could be a whole. That could be a series of podcasts, really. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're you're probably like like I'm like having flashbacks. Like, man, I really feel like I could have dropped it, uh, dropped a customer too. It's like, yeah, I can drop a customer too, like right now, but. Uh, and I want to emphasize that I am saying that, not Eric. So if Eric's employer is listening to that, he did not say that. Eric loves all of his customers. Okay, I think we're in the clear on that. All right. Oh. So <laughs> I've seen you on social, and you're not the only one that has been posting about playing this game. And from what I'm seeing, really enjoying this game. And it's kind of surprising because to me, it's like if you've played one game in this series, you kind of played them all. I'm talking about the latest Lego game. It's Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. I've played a ton of Lego games. I've played a lot of the Legos Marvel games. I've played some of the Lego Star Wars games, a Lego Jurassic Park. I have an ex who I played Lego Harry Potter and Batman with. I played Lego. What was the toys to life one? I played that Lego one. Dimensions. That, that yeah, one. That was that was another that was another Disney Infinity type thing that seemed to should, like it should have been bigger than it was. I mean, it's Legos. Everybody <laughs> likes Legos. Everybody likes video uh, games. So let's marry well, them together. We'll, 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 we'll wrap that whole Toys Life thing into one ball for all of it. If they just sold that stuff digitally and you didn't have to collect the physical stuff as an op, like if it was an option, and they did that with that Starlink game, but it was too little, too late. Um, like I think that I think that would survive. I think that all that stuff would survive if you didn't have to collect these. Uh, and a lot of it, like like the like who knew who knew Nintendo had the right idea because they're still making amiibos. Yeah, uh, amiibos still cranking along. Amiibos are still a thing. Uh, but yeah, those that Toys Life stuff. If you made it digital to to buy and you didn't have to have this giant physical collection of stuff, you have to keep it. You have to upgrade with new genera generations with more physical stuff. I think it would all still be, be around. I really do. But too little, too late. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hindsight's always going to be twenty, and and now there's there's a reason why why their landfills somewhere filled with like Infinity Two Avengers that towers and right. stuff like that. But okay, like like Legos Legos Star Wars or uh, Skywalker Saga. Why like like I'm of the mindset if you played one Lego game, you played them all. But you were telling me that not so fast, my friend. No, uh, okay. So it's it, don't get me wrong. It's definitely a Lego game. There are okay, definitely well, those like you will smash stuff and collect bricks and <laughs> and unlocking characters and unlocking ships and all that kind of stuff. Like this this ship is one million bricks. It's like that's gonna take a while to collect. Start I don't smashing. know if I want to do all that. <laughs> but 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 much like hey, much like the new God of War, there's a different perspective and it makes it and it makes a hell of a difference. It's it's behind the shoulder perspective. It's more of an action game, it's more of a shooter game. You take cover behind stuff. You, you do you do combos to hit people with and they can block it there's an upgrade tree path there's classes huh. with upgrade powers and 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 for one thing you know so I know this is 
Uh, I believe it's on a whole new engine, and and especially on like I've got an Xbox Series X because frankly it was ten bucks cheaper on new eggs, so that made my decision for me. Totally um, get it. <laughs> but it looks it looks amazing. Like it looks amazing. Like you can go back, and I've got I have every single and most of them are digital, but I've got a couple physical. I've got every single Lego Disney property game, and like even like Force Awakens. Like Force Awakens looks good. It's fine. Like this looks incredible. Like you can wow. see all the details, and they have a lot of. And it's and it's one of the funnier games in a long time too, which goes a long way. Um, really, my only big complaint, and I think this is because they're basically cramming nine movies into one game, is they make a lot of interesting choices into what cutscenes they show and what plot points they cover. Where it's like, and and some of those scenes like lose their dramatic. It's a Lego game, sure, but it's like, oh. I was hoping they'd have this scene that leads up to this line and this scene. And it's like they don't, and it kind of loses a little bit of the impact there. Hmm. And it's like, and, it's, and also, if your memory's a little like, like, granted, I did a rewatch not that long ago, and I've seen most of these movies, you know, tons of times, except for the last three, um, <laughs> the, which is like, yeah, that could be a whole series of podcasts. Oh, that believe done for me, years. yes, yes. Um, I, I like you, uh, have thoughts on those, yes, yes. yes. But, anyway, but, but regardless, I've only seen those movies once or twice. Uh, Regardless, regardless, uh, but so if your memory's a little fuzzy on that stuff, it's like, wait, is that how that scene went? Was there a line missing here? Do I, do I, <laughs> am I missing something here? As I, and I haven't played everything. I played, I played about four episodes so far. Like the first couple, like, like and that's another thing. You can't just drop in and out everything. You play the first uh, movie of each trilogy, and then it unlocks the other ones. Where, where I think it, it might be a little. Honestly, it might be a little better if you could just, you know. Oh, I want. I feel like playing episode four. I feel like playing episode six now. I feel like playing episode nine now. You know, so so you have to unlock the. You, you have to unlock them procedurally. Interesting. Which, yeah, huh. that's that's a thing, and I'll, and at least so far, and I got the there's there's not a whole lot of hints to like the the stuff that everybody really liked over the last couple of years, like the Mandalorian, the the Clone Wars series, Rebels. It's like there might be a minifig. But that's that's really about it. There's not a whole lot of references to stuff people really have liked almost universally over the last like yeah um, decade or so. Like everybody, everybody likes the well. Okay, I can't say everybody because you know whatever. But everybody <laughs> likes everybody likes the Clone Wars series. Everybody likes Rebels. Most people like the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boba Fett. Uh, but that whatever. But <laughs> but everybody likes Baby Yoda. Yes, I know his right. his name is Grogu, but that sounds like right. like like knockoff Gogurt. But whatever. Right. But and there's and 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 so it's a, but, and again it's the Skywalker saga. Like I don't want you to touch too heavily on that, but you know but at the same time in, give the people some, some jokey references here and there. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But but yes, it's a. Okay. I'm not saying okay. I'm not saying and, and in fact I even pointed this out on Twitter. Best best Lego game of all time. Lego City Undercover. It's on sale for six bucks right now on PlayStation. Go get that, absolutely get that. And I'm not saying, like, if you're playing something right now, right now, you don't need to get this game. It's not a must buy right now. But you've got a gap in your library. You want something to take up some time. You you haven't played a Lego game in a while, but you used to enjoy them. Like, give this a shot. It's 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 a really fun game. It's a it's a fun game to play. And obviously, you know, like most of them, great game to play with kids and people who aren't big gamers. Well, you heard it. He says this is God of War, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is the Dark Souls of Lego games. <laughs> Actually, 
technically speaking, probably, but you know, since you can't really die, it's not. Yeah. yeah oh, that's hilarious. Oh man, that's awesome. Um, I, I, I was curious about it because it's like, okay, it's a, it's, it's a Lego game. I, I don't hate them, but I'm not actively going out of my way to play them. But then I saw the positive critic reviews. I'm like, huh, that's that's weird. I mean, they don't necessarily review negatively, but they don't necessarily review all that well. But then I see friends and people like yourself that I consider having good taste in games to be like, this is a lot of fun. So well, I may I have gotta, such claim I have good taste in games, but I still enjoy it. Well, I, I value your opinion when it comes to games. How, how does that sound? Does that sound better? That's uh, yeah, that's a fair assessment. Okay. All right. But, but to, to see the positive buzz about it, I was a little bit surprised. So I wanted to get some more clarification, some more, I guess, uh, explanation for the lack of a better term on it. So I, so I, so not only do I appreciate that, I appreciate you joining me this afternoon and I appreciate your willingness to move apparently the stars above us and the grounds below us to finally get this thing recorded, man. This has been a blast. Yeah, well, I like, I, I used to do a podcast. I, I miss doing podcasts regularly. So, Hey, if anybody else is listening and a spot opens up and wants me on, like invite me. And I'd love to come back on this show, obviously too, to talk about Disney news, video games, whatever. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. We will definitely do this again in the future. Um, um, I definitely foresee us uh, whenever there is video game related news, Disney news, or we just want to chat about, I mean, like, like just shoot the breeze. How about that? Absolutely. All right. Awesome. Uh, Eric, plug your socials. Where can people find your blog and find what you do, buddy? Okay. So Main Street Electrical Arcade, which is Arcade Main on Twitter. Instagram, where I actually, I will usually post, like I post sometimes my collection, but usually I post new stuff as I get it. So you can see stuff on there too. And occasionally I'll post, oh, hey, I'm, I'm going to Disney Park and I'll, here's a few photos and stuff like that too. So I post some of that stuff. Um, that's, that's main, you know, just look up Main Street Electric Park and I'll come Me And my blog is on medium.com. That's where I do pretty much all my writing. Um, I might be getting into streaming again some point but i'll bring that up when that happens but mostly i just do the blog and twitter because those are things that are easy for me to maintain on a schedule of some sort and something i really enjoy doing without having to make sure oh all my audio works oh the internet's working <laughs> fine oh you know <laughs> you know it's 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 something that's 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 not it's not low effort because i do i do my research i do a lot of writing i you know comes with years of knowledge of this stuff but but it's something that i can manage i i think that's the thing a lot of content creators and that's how they suffer burnout honestly because i know i've done that is they they stay scope too big they like try to do everything at once and it's mm -hmm. like it's like no 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 just just see what you have the bandwidth for that's that's probably the biggest advice i have for you know i'm not a huge content creator but i've got a lot of experience trying to do content as i like, just do what you're comfortable with and grow as you're comfortable that's 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 what you've got to do because otherwise you're just it's just not going to happen for you because it's burnout fast amen amen i will echo what eric said that's that's some really good advice uh dude we will do this again in the future and it will be sooner rather than later i assure you this has been fun yeah great time i'd love to be back on as soon as possible hey we will do it man uh cool. stay tuned and uh we will catch you after this short break
once again want to thank Eric for joining me. Follow him on Twitter at ArcadeMain. If you're a fan of Disney, of video games, of Disney video games, definitely check out his work. Best way to find him, do a quick Google search, Main Street Electrical Arcade. You can find his work. Big fan of what he is doing. He did reach out to me after we recorded. Wanted to make a quick clarification. The downloadable content that he did mention for the Disney Classics Collection did finally release for the PlayStation 4 at the end of February. So, wanted to get that out there in case you were confused but uh once again thank you to eric for joining me for that conversation hopefully eric will be able to join me again to talk about disney talk about video games and everything in between in the future really had fun talking to that guy big fan of his work and you need to be checking out his work but uh speaking of checking out work i run a website where you can check out some of my previous work that is buttmunchchips.com remember buttmunchchips sit on your butt and munch uh that's where you can find stuff that i've done in the past we're talking college radio stuff old podcasts i did i i fell down a Butt Munch Chips Hole, uh, that's a weird phrase to say. Uh, uh, not too long ago, I was listening to uh, some of my old Game of Thrones podcasts, uh, the Butt Munch Chips Variety Pack, talking about, well, video games, um, stuff like that with one of my old friends. And uh, there's still some good stuff there, uh, so go check that out if you are just in the need to listen to some stuff. Uh, by the way, there are some wordy dirds over there, so maybe... Uh, for a mature audience only. I also, uh, you can follow me on Twitter, L-A-N-D-O-Z. Please go follow me, Landon Doan. I'm the best, Landon Doan, not the rest. Uh, 280 characters at a time. I also appear on the Phil Show, News Talk 98.7 WOKI radio station, locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at Newstalk987.com, also available on the iHeartRadio app and the Newstalk 987 app as well. And also, you can uh, enable your smart devices. Uh, it starts with A and ends with Lexa. You can tell it to play the Newstalk 987 app, and uh, it will do so. So uh, you can listen to me if you're still working from home. So how about that? Yeah, pretty, pretty cool. Also, like I said in the first segment, Steffers will be rejoining the show. You can follow her at AsianZing95 on Twitter. You can listen to her podcast, Adventures with Steffers, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, she has been killing it on the Twitch game here recently. I dropped in on a couple of her Overwatch streams Last week, uh, really got that itch for me to fire up uh, my Overwatch uh, game again. But unfortunately, you know, I'm on, I'm a, I'm a little bit console. She's a little bit PC. And Zoe's bringing me her purple bone because she hears me sing. Uh, so uh, on that instance, there would be no cross platform playing but hopefully in the future uh on tiny tina's wonderland uh we can get some cross platform uh gameplay going but uh yeah definitely go check out steffer she's killing it uh looking forward to having her back on the show because she is the best so for the absent steffers my name is landon doan thank y'all for coming along for the ride uh got some really nice messages last week meant a lot Want to reiterate, we're not going anywhere. Not going anywhere. We're just going to freshen things up. You can still get your fill of Disney news to kick your week off. 
the right way right here on Dawes Does Disney. But in the meantime, thank a cast member. Thank a team member. Disney and Universal, pay your cast members and pay your team members a living wage. They are what make the magic happen. We love coming down to your parks. We love spending our money down there. But without them, the magic doesn't happen. Take care of yourself. Take care of your mental health. Because right now, especially right now, we got a whole bunch of bling-blongs trying to invade our our, our happy place with, uh, with their negativity. Take care of yourself. Take care of your mental health. Be decent to yourself and be decent to each other. Be kind to each other. You don't know how far a kind word or a kind gesture will go to somebody because you don't know what somebody has going on in their life and something as simple as a kind word could go a long way. So until next week, hopefully we'll see you back here. But if not, you've been great. We've been Dawes Does Disney. And luckily, I, it's usually early in the morning, but our, our latest acquisition from the backyard, he does have a tendency to caterwaul around the house. Ugh, I got hair in my mouth. That's gross. Skipper Bob is congalooshing on the webs. That sounds dirty. Who is mowing their lawn on Easter Sunday? That is against Jesus's will. If an animal decides to make an appearance on, on one of these podcasts, it's generally the highlight. So, you know, whatever. Here's a cat. You know, there's there's a lot of stuff I can do well. Heck, there's even a couple things I can do very well. But when it comes to graphic design, that is one thing I cannot do at all. Thankfully, I have a friend in Matt and love of the mouse multimedia. You know and love their work. The sleek and soon-to-be-beloved logo for this very podcast, Does Does Disney, that was them. The classic morning monorail logo and all its variants, that was love of the mouse too. And not only does Love of the Mouse have an incredible talent for graphic design, they're easy to work with and collaborate. They listen to your ideas and suggestions, then they bring them to life. So if you're looking to start your own blog, podcast, YouTube channel, Etsy shop, whatever creative outlet that you're thinking of, Love of the Mouse can help your brand to stand out in the crowd. Connect with Matt on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by searching Love of the Mouse Multimedia or at L-O-T-M Multimedia or visit loveofthemousepodcast.com or email loveofthemousepodcast at gmail.com to contact him about your design needs. We're talking logos, social media promos, advertisements, websites, and so much more. And if you're uh, looking for some more awesome Disney content, make sure and subscribe to his show, Love of the Mouse Podcast, on your favorite streaming applications. And tell him the Dawes sent you. I, I, I don't know if that'll get you anything. I've just always wanted to say that. Yeah.